0: Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Nice to see you all. Um, yeah. Nice to be back here in New York. Nice to feel it was a little bit warmer this morning. I arrived from California on Tuesday, and then Wednesday was brutal. And I'm, I didn't come very prepared. I see. Like, I was on the street Wednesday morning like this, and I realized I was the only person on the street who didn't have a hat on and like a long coat. So, I've just been staying indoors (laughs) since then. So, um, the theme of the day, or the title at least, is Vast View, Fine Attention. And... You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, a day like this, I give some thought to the theme and what I might like to bring out, and I'm aware that sometimes when I turn up, that for some of the people, they don't even, you know, haven't given any attention to the theme, they just wanted to come to a day of practice, and uh, you know, the theme may not be so relevant. But that is the theme, and that's what I'd like to explore, and maybe for some of you, it, it, uh, you know, there's some connection to the, the theme that, uh, that brings you along today. They sound like a contradiction, right? Vast view, fine attention. And I think, in terms of Dharma practice, we might often experience them as a contradiction. It may be something you may or may not have given attention to, may or may not have uh, have been struck by that contradiction. But the vision of Dharma practice is one of a vast view, right? A sense of expansive consciousness. Those moments where we feel a depth of experience, that where we feel, uh, you know, unseparate from the whole of existence. And one of the features of a, a kind of deepening relationship with life and a deepening freeness of being is that kind of sense of general expansiveness and spaciousness and openness. And knowing and seeing and feeling and relating to a sense of the vastness of life. That's one of the nuances of real freeness of being, right? That we feel, oh, there's this space for whatever's here. We feel that comfort consciousness is infinitely open and spacious. And that's one of the ways in which we feel increasingly able to just be with whatever experience arises freely because there's room for it so even if some kind of um, You know some kind of Unpleasant thought stream or some kind of reactive emotion or some kind of old habit arises in the mind It's like it's seen it's known it's recognized from this inherent Spaciousness of consciousness that we increasingly recognize and, and settle into so in that sense, the view of Dharma practice and possibility is one of a kind of a, va- a vast view or a vast abiding, a wide open space of awareness. And then on the other hand, the kind of the methodology of Dharma practice, certainly within the kind of Vipassana, insight, meditation world, is very much one of fine attention, right? Practice, a lot of formal practice, right? We're just giving fine attention to one breath after another. And moment by moment by attention, the essence of mindfulness is often presented. I wouldn't say it is the essence of mindfulness, but it's often presented as that kind of cultivation of fine attention, moment by moment, moment by moment. So we've got this sort of seeming dichotomy, right? Vast view fine attention and how to how to reconcile those two or how to honor both of those we otherwise and you see this in dharma practitioners and sometimes in dharma teachings even you seem to get we get a bit fixed or caught up in one or the other and so you might see for yourself, right, some some of us get a bit caught up in fine attention, as if that's what my practice is, is just you know being present in my breathing, or being present in the walking, or being mindful while washing the dishes. Seems to be the classic kind of everyday example. We always seem to... First thing that comes to mind always for daily mindfulness is washing the dishes for some reason. But And so... To the extent that we feel plugged into that, we might have a sense of that's what a proper practice or successful practice is. And to the extent that we don't, for whatever reason, we're not uh, fine-attentionally aware, we feel that our practice might be absent in some way. So that's an example, I would say, of getting stuck on fine attention. And then the opposite can also be true. You get stuck in a vast view. Or at least the idea of a vast view. And sometimes that can happen because of experiences. Maybe you have some experience where things go very quiet and very expansive and very wide open and peaceful. And it feels, you know, relieving and beautiful and deep. And then we say, oh, that's that's what it's that's what it is. That's what practice is, or that's what my mind should be like. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes our reference point. Trying to have a fine attention or trying to have a vast view. Right. And so it may come from experience, or as I say, it may also come from um, from teachings. Some teachings point more, like the kind of meditation teachings often point to cultivating fine attention moment by moment. Right probably much of what you're familiar with from this kind of scene, you know, insight meditation. And sometimes teachings point more towards vast view, wide open, etc. I was just in uh, Bhutan a couple of weeks ago I'm taking a group of uh, Dharma students there. Nicole was there as well. And uh, you know it's very interesting being in these, one being at altitude, you know, a little less oxygen kind of makes things go a little vaster somehow just oxygen deprivation <laughs> opens the mind right and also just the, the kind of wide open visual vistas right of being in mountains and you get a sense of how, in some ways how the the environment has conditioned some of those vajrayana teachings right sky like nature of mind and vast nature of awareness you know it's, it's sort of uh, reflected by a kind of vast uh, landscape, etc. And so sometimes teachings are pointing, and that sense in the Vajrayana of pointing out instructions, which I don't know if some of you may be familiar with, but what's being pointed out is the primordial nature of mind or the vast-like nature of mind, or the, the, the sky-like nature of awareness, etc. So... Teachings can point in either direction, vast or fine. Experience can lead us in either direction, vast and fine. And I would say freeness of being is the resolution in some ways of any contradiction between the two. So how might we um, engage with life in such a way that simultaneously is grounded in a vast view Relaxed, wide open, spacious, available to whatever shows up. And simultaneously uh, fine-tuned, intimate, attentive. Right. Really, really engaged with what's right here. So that'll be a little bit our, the thread will try and follow together during the day. And I was, I was thinking maybe to start with just with a visual example of that. Within uh, the Mahamudra tradition, uh, in Vajrayana teachings, there's some physical exercises called Lojong. Anybody familiar with Lojong practice? Yeah, a couple of you. And there's, there's all kinds of different movements that go with that, but they're one very interesting way of attending both uh, with a, to a vast attention and a fine view. No, a vast view and a fine <laughs> attention. <laughs> so let, we just try a very simple version of that, right? You just hold your finger out in front of you, right? And just, just let visual focus be on the finger, right? Fine attention.